Welcome back to Idgits and Asplets. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about season six, episode 13 called Unforgiven. So we start out in Bristol, Rhode Island one year ago. We see Sam shoot four people while Samuel looks on disapprovingly. Then Sam and Samuel, Sam and Samuel, I don't know why that's so hard to say together. Well, it is kind of weird. It's a little weird. So they exit a large building on the docks. Samuel says, are you okay? Sam says, yeah. Samuel says, how's the arm? Sam says, it'll hold till we get out of town. Samuel says, just don't bleed out, all right? Sam says, yeah, well, that's the plan. So we cut to Sam and Samuel driving in a van. Police, police lights appear behind them. Samuel says, cop. Deputy Atkins walks up to the van. Samuel says, evening, deputy. Deputy Atkins says, Agent Rourke, Agent Winan, mind stepping out of the van for a moment? So Sam and Samuel get out of the van. Samuel says, we were just on our way to the office. Everything okay? Deputy Atkins says, no, I can't get Sheriff Dobbs on the phone. I can't get anyone. Samuel says, we spoke to Dobbs earlier. Maybe he's just a... Deputy Atkins says, is that blood? Noticing Sam's arm. Samuel says, hey, look, there's no need to get riled. Deputy Atkins says, you're coming with me. Samuel says, all right, we'll follow you back. Deputy Atkins says, I don't think so. Get in my car or you're under arrest. Sam says, you're going to arrest two federal agents? Really? Have a good night. Deputy Atkins says, if you think, but Sam starts punching the deputy until he's unconscious. Samuel says, hey, just hold on. You think maybe there was a calmer way we could have done all that? Sam says, do we care? Let's go. And then we get our opening title sequence. He went like full crazy on him. Yeah, that was a little inappropriate, I thought. A little bit overkill. Oh, for sure. And like, I think this is one of the, I mean, like, obviously Sola Sammy has like no conscience, right? But I think this is like one of the few times that we see like how bad he could be. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So we cut to current day. We're in the boys' motel room. Sam is watching the news. Dean says, what are you watching? Sam says, just trying to catch up. So Mel Gibson really took a turn this past year, huh? Dean says, or he's possessed. Seriously, think about it. So I just got off the blower with Bobby. Sam says, oh yeah, you got anything else on this uh, mother of all thing? Dean says, oh no, nothing solid. He says it's quiet. Sam gets a text message and he gets up to check it out. He says, quiet like quiet or quiet like too quiet? Dean says, when is it ever just quiet? Sam says, right. Sam sees that the text message is some coordinates. Dean says, what are these? Coordinates? Who's it from? Sam says, I have no idea. Sam checks the coordinates on a map. Dean says, well. Sam says, Bristol, Rhode Island, where three women disappeared in the last week. Apparently, the victims seem to vanish in thin air. Dean says, could be something. Who's the text from? Sam says, I don't know. It just kept ringing. Dean says, what's that about? Sam says, could be another hunter looking for backup, throwing us a case. Who knows how many hunters I even met working with the Campbells, you know? But I think we should go. Dean says, whoa, wait, we're just going to drop everything? Sam says, dude, two minutes ago, you weren't doing anything. Dean, Dean <laughs> says, <laughs> yeah. Dean says, you got mysterious coordinates from a mysterious Mr. X leading to a mysterious town. That doesn't throw up red flags to you? Sam says, I don't know, maybe. But that doesn't mean we could just ignore a bunch of missing girls, right? Dean says, okay, we'll check it out. But if things get squirrely, we dump out, okay? Sam says, yeah. So we cut to Sam and Dean in the Apollo at night. They drive by a sign welcoming them to Bristol, and Sam has a brief flashback of Samuel and the same sign. Dean says, what? Sam says, nothing. 
So we cut to a restaurant. They're sitting at a table, and Dean is looking through the missing person papers. The missing person's papers. <laughs> Dean says, well, Freak's got a type. Brunettes. Whoa, this one's got a bit of a wild side. It's all in the eyes, Sam. See it? That's so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> that is creepy, Dean. Come on. God. Like, really? <laughs> <sighs> I remember one time I was, uh, I was probably like 18 and I was sitting at a Sherry's with a bunch of friends and this complete stranger who was totally hot was like, Hey, and I was like, hi. And he's like, you have bedroom eyes. What? (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) No, that would be like, um, okay. But like, how would you know, (laughs) you know, like. I never, I never heard the term bedroomize before, so I was like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "You know, bedroomize." And I was like, "I don't know." And so we proceeded, my friends and I, to like dissect exactly what that meant for the next two hours. <laughs> but it was just this rando guy who like bedroomized me. I don't know. It was weird. That's weird. Like, were you looking at him when he said that, or did he just like come up to you and be like, "Hey, by the way"? Yeah, he just came up to me. That's. Ugh. It was weird. He was cute though. <laughs> so I mean fine, but like ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like in hindsight, ugh. at the time I was like, oh hey. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Let me twirl my hair at you and bat my bedroom eyes. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Sam says, all right, well, aside from your little deep insight there, these women actually have nothing in common. Different jobs, different friends, different everything. So what's the connection? Dean says, I don't know. Why don't you figure that out? I'm going to go hit the poop deck. (laughs) And Dean heads to the bathroom that literally says poop deck. (laughs) Okay, can, yeah, no. (laughs) That's just... (laughs) That's weird. I, I, I kind of like it, though. <laughs> yep. So a woman named Debbie approaches Sam and says, Agent Rourke, it's good to see you again. Sam says, it is. Debbie says, oh, you remember my husband. Sam says, right. Debbie says, Don. Sam says, of course, right. Um, hi. Debbie says, so you're back because it started again, right? The disappearances? Sam says, yeah, yeah, right. So uh, if either of you two hear anything, please let me know. Dean walks out of the poop deck and looks at the wall of pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Dean walks out of the poop deck. (laughs) And he looks at a wall of pictures. In the background of one, he sees Sam and Samuel. Uh, Debbie says to Sam, where's your partner? The big bald guy, Agent Winan, right? Sam says, Agent Winan, of course. Well, Dean walks up and says, sex rehab. Yeah, you've heard of plushies, right? Yeah. I thought Sounds, they were called, um, what were they called? Uh, furries? Fu- furries. There you go. Maybe plushies is something different that we don't know about. So if Do any I of you guys, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if any of you guys at home know what plushies are, <laughs> please tell us. <laughs> hit, us hit us back with an email. <laughs> are they like, is that just like another name for furries? Probably, but I don't want to check the internet because I don't, either. I don't want <laughs> I that don't in my that search, search history. history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm. Sam says, this is my new partner. Dean says, hi, pleasure. How you doing? So agent, we should, uh, Sam says, yes, yes, of course. Debbie says, of course. Nice chatting with you, Agent Rourke. 
Sam says, you too. Debbie touches Sam's shoulder and he flashes back to when they had bathroom sex. <laughs> Very aggressive, too. <laughs> Sam is an aggressive lover. <laughs> Apparently. Well, I mean, he didn't have a soul. So he's, so he's more aggressive, you think? Possible. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that stuff works. <laughs> I assume maybe that he's calmed down a little bit <laughs> since having his soul returned. But who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every sex scene we've seen with Sam, he's kind of aggressive. Honestly, you know? I don't know. I haven't, I guess, really thought about that. Dean's a little more slow and romantic, while Sam's a little more, like, you know, aggressive. <laughs> make some noises but I figured that no that's not <laughs> that's just what you need <laughs> oh, <man. Okay. clears throat> I'm choking on my own spit we're fine oh no fine. <laughs> Debbie in Sam's sex memory says cuff me <laughs> uh, Dean says what was that she just cougar eyed you Sam says I think Samuel and I have worked a case in this town Dean says, you think? And Dean shows Sam the picture. Um, he says, come on, let's get the hell out of here. So we cut to an abandoned house where the boys are squatting. Dean says, hey, come on, hop to, would you? Sam says, we can't go, Dean. Dean says, uh, yeah, we can. Sam says, no, listen, five guys went missing a year ago. They never found the bodies. I mean, that's got to be the job me and Samuel worked, right? Dean says, great. What difference does it make? Sam says, a year ago, five guys go missing, and now suddenly all these women go missing. Something's here. So either we just didn't stop it, or we just thought we did. Dean says, okay, but why the gender bend, huh? First it's dudes, now it's chicks? That's a totally different MO. Sam says, I don't know. Who knows? The point is, something is still here. Dean says, great. We'll call Bobby. He can deal with it. Sam says, why? We can deal with it. Dean says, are you serious? Sam, there's a reason that hunters don't hit the same town all over again, because we have a habit of leaving messes behind. Sam says, right, I agree. Dean says, one of dad's rules, you never use the same crapper twice. Sam says, everyone uses the same crapper twice. <laughs> Dean says, not us. You know what I mean. <laughs> that would be Sam. unfortunate. Yeah. Sam says, okay, look, this creature is still walking around because of me, right? I mean, I let it go. Dad also said, you finish what you start. Okay, I get it. Dean says, do you? Sam says, yes, you're afraid I'll stroll down memory lane and I'll kick this wall in my head so hard, hell comes flooding through, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm some drooling mess on the floor. Dean says, it's not a joke. Sam says, okay, I know, but listen, what's happening here right now, it's because I messed up somehow in some big way. So every person who gets taken, every person who dies, that's on me. I have to stop it, and you do the same thing. Dean says, all right, I'll follow up with the brunettes. You see what you get from the cops. So we cut to inside Nicole's house, who is one of the missing women. Dean says, so you and Nicole were roommates for a long time. Nicole's roommate says, since college, but we've been best friends forever. This whole thing is very surreal. Are you any closer to finding her? Or Dean says, we're doing everything we can. Now you were with Nicole the night she went missing. Did she say anything? The roommate says, nothing. It's like I told the cops. I wish there was something. Dean finds a business card from Agent Rourke and says, where did you get this? Nicole's roommate says, oh, Nicole got it from that FBI guy. Dean says, Agent Rourke, about yay high? 
the roommate says, yeah, that was him. One of the men that disappeared that year uh, lived in our building. Uh, so Agent Rourke was asking us questions about it, I guess. Dean says, you guess? So he came by here? The roommate says, oh, he came by a few times. <laughs> Dean says, did he? To uh, speak to Nicole? The roommate says, right. Dean says, and how would you characterize the relationship? The yeah. roommate says, relationship? No, they weren't having a relationship. Dean says, just the tone or the nature of their conversation. The roommate says, well, loud and athletic. <laughs> That's just what you want to hear about your brother. <laughs> I know, right? So we cut to outside the sheriff's station. Sam is walking uh, towards the building when Sheriff Atkins sees him. Sheriff Atkins points his gun at him and says, hold it right there. Stop right there. Hands where I can see him. Sam flashes back to when he beat Atkins unconscious. Sheriff Atkins says, get in my car or you're under arrest. Sam says, no, look, please just hold on for a second. There's been a misunderstanding here. But Sheriff Atkins locks Sam in a cell. Sheriff Atkins says, man, you are dumb as a sack of hair. Coming back here after what you did? Sam says, look, there's been a misunderstanding here. Atkins says, you are not a damn agent, okay? The FBI has never heard of you. Sam says, just listen. Atkins says, where are the bodies? Mothers want to bury their loved ones. Sam says, I don't know. Atkins says, where's Sheriff Dobbs? Sam says, I don't know. Atkins says, you run out of town soaked in blood. Oh, and you bash my brains in to do it. And you really expect me to buy that? Sam says, look, would you believe that I don't remember anything? Atkins says, no, but good luck selling that to the judge. Uh, later that night, Brenna Dobbs comes to Sam's cell. Brenna says, what's happened to my husband? Sam says, I don't know. Brenna says, don't lie to me. I know who you are, Sam. I know what you do. Sam says, what? You do? Sam flashes back to talking to Sheriff Ray Dobbs and Brenna, his wife, uh, the last time he was in town with Samuel. In the flashback, um, Sheriff Dobbs says, let me get this straight. You're not feds. You actually hunt things. Samuel says, we know how it sounds. The sheriff says, I'm not sure you do. Sam says, you saw those crime scenes, Roy. You really think something human could have taken those guys? Brenna says, what you're saying, it's impossible. Sam says, you know, I'm sorry. I don't understand what she's got to do with any of this. But the sheriff says, she's my wife. She works with me at the sheriff's station. You tell something like this to me, you tell it to her too. All right, what do you need us to do? So we cut back in the present day. Sam says, your husband, he's the sheriff. Brenna says, was the sheriff until he vanished and you vanished. What am I supposed to think? That thing got him or that you killed him? I just want to know what happened. Sam says, so do I, believe me. Something happened to me. I have no memory of being here ever. Brenna says, what is this, days of our lives? You're telling me you have some sort of amnesia? Sam says, if I knew any of this, would I have stepped foot into, into the station? I'm sorry, I don't even know your name. Brenna says, if this is some sort of game, you're either incredibly clever or incredibly stupid. Sam says, I'm telling the truth. Look, I don't know what happened to your husband, but I can find out. Brenna says, how? Sam says, if you really know me, then you know that's my job. Brenna says, you really don't remember? Sam says, no, I really don't. Brenna says, I'm Brenna Dobbs. Sam says, Brenna, I'm sorry about what happened to your husband, but I can find answers, just not from in here. Brenna unlocks the cell door and lets Sam out. She says, come on, help me find some rope. If it's going to look like a breakout, you're going to need to tie me up. So we cut to inside Debbie's house. Debbie is the one who um, had the, the, the cougar sex with Sam in the bathroom. <laughs> The cougar eyes. <laughs> the cougar eyes, yeah. <laughs> Debbie drinks some box wine and looks at her husband uh, and says, the box wine stuff doesn't get better with age, Don. 
Uh, she runs Clearly, out of, they get along really well. I know, right? <laughs> she runs out of wine and goes to the basement for more. Something grabs her leg on the way down the stairs and she falls and then starts screaming. Okay, but like, this is why you don't go to the dark, scary basement. Come on. I know. You know like, don't keep your extra wine in the scary basement. Come <laughs> on. Grief. What happens if you run out and you're by yourself at home? That's not a good idea. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Like, good grief. So we cut to Sam in the squatting house. <laughs> he uh hears someone approaching and takes out his gun and almost shoots dean dean says hey sam so how does it feel to be a fugitive again hate to say i told you so sam says you love to say i told you so dean says actually you're right i do love to say i told you so so i found out something on the crazy eyes mcgee turns out you two knew each other sam says what dean says biblically (laughs) i said that weird biblically I just spoke to her roommate. I got to say, man, you really got around. I mean, soulless or not, I'm actually kind of impressed. Then they hear some chatter on the police scanner. Sam says, missing person, another one. Dean says, okay, all right, I'll go. You stay. Sam says, yeah, fine. Dean says, Sam? Sam says, what? Dean says, stay here. Sam says, fine, go. As soon as Dean leaves, Sam As soon as Dean leaves, Sam heads out too. So we cut to Dean outside of Debbie's house. Dean says, listen, thanks for your time. We're on it. Don says, yeah, thanks. Dean calls Sam's phone and gets his voicemail. Sam's voicemail says, this is Sam. Leave a message. Dean says, Sam, answer the phone, damn it. I found the connection between the two missing, or between the missing chicks. They all banged the same dude. You. It's you, Sam. The text, the the victims, (laughs) all of it. (laughs) The vixens is what I almost said. (laughs) All of it. It's a trap for you. Call me back. So we cut to inside Brenna's house. She finds Sam lurking about uh, and scares her. Sam says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brenna says, you can't be here. Sam says, okay. I'm stumbling. You need more caffeine. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me take a drink of my, of my caffeine. Just a sec. <laughs> or is it too much caffeine and so you're getting all squirrely? <laughs> it might be that because my hands are shaking. Uh, well, I can do it. As I drink more. Okay. Uh, Brenna says, you can't be here. Sam says, okay, please just listen. Brenna says, what happened to Debbie Harris? Sam says, Debbie. Brenna says, I let you out and she's just gone. Sam says, and you think I did something to her? Brenna says, I don't know what to think. Sam says, look, I need your help. Brenna says, are you kidding? Sam says, I need the case files that your husband made about the disappearances last year. Brenna says, so go to the station and find it. Sam says, it's not there. I broke in and I looked and it's gone. And I have a theory about who might have it. Look, we both want the same thing here, Brenna. I promise. We want to find out what happened last year and we want to stop what's happening now. Brenna says, the file's upstairs. I'll be right back. So Sam has a flashback of the last time he was in Brenna's house with Samuel. Brenna says, so you guys just travel all the time? I mean, you just pick up and go? Doesn't that get hard? Samuel says, not when you're young. It's great. Once you got a family, it's a little tougher. Deanna got pregnant, and we didn't know what we were going to do. But Mary was, well, she was a blessing. Samuel notices his beer is empty. Roy says, there's more in the garage. Samuel says, I'll listen, you sit, I'll get it. Brenna says to Sam, he misses her. You know, at least you two have each other. Sam says, well, Samuel wasn't really around when I was a kid. We have more of a business relationship. Brenna says, do you have any other family? Sam says, family just slows you down. We cut back to present time. Brenna says, Sam, are you all right? Sam says, yeah, yeah, all right, let's see what you have. 
They go through the case files and Sam has another flashback of inside a restaurant with Samuel. Samuel says, best guess, it came from an arachne. Sam says, you ever see one? Samuel says, no one has, not outside of Crete, not for about 2,000 years. Sam says, then what do we even know about them? Samuel says, zip, just a bunch of guesses and a blurry picture on the side of a Greek vase. Sam says, so I gather we've got no clue how to kill this thing, huh? Samuel says, I guess we just go at it till something sticks. Sam says, <laughs> Sam I mean, says, something. I know, we'll just, we'll just try everything. We'll just do all the things. All the, yep. Sam says, well, I got an idea where it might be at least. So far, all the Vicks have been men in their 30s, and they've all gone missing within a two-mile radius. Samuel says, so we just get out and kick bushes. <laughs> Sam says, no, that'd be a waste of time. I mean, it's all suburban sprawl, hundreds of houses at least. It could be anywhere. Samuel points at a map and says, Lonely Pines Park. Sam says, yeah, I say we make this thing come to us. Samuel says, how do we do that? So we cut back to present time. Sam says, hey, Brenna, do you mind if I borrowed this stuff for a couple hours? Brenna says, okay, I guess. You really don't remember Roy, do you? He was a good man. I've made peace that he's dead. I have, but I just want to know what happened. Samuel says, Sam says, I'm sure he died a hero. Sam leaves the house and checks his voicemail. Dean on the voicemail says, Sam, answer the phone, damn it. I found the connection between the missing chicks. They all bang the same dude. You. It's you, Sam. The text, the victims, all of it. It's a trap for you. Call me back. Sam sees a huge spider web and is surprised when he is tapped on the shoulder. So he pulls out his gun, but it's Dean. He's Dean got says, to stop sneaking up on him. You know? I know. <laughs> Dean says, whoa. Sam says, I almost shot you again. What the hell? Dean says, I figured you'd come and talk to her. I told you to stay home, man. Did you get my message? Come on, we got to get you out of here. Let's go. So we cut back to inside the squatting house. Dean says, well, we know that this is a monster with opposable thumbs and unlimited text messaging, and we know that it wants to kill you specifically. Does that about cover it? Sam says, it's an arachne. Dean says, a what? Sam says, I remembered. Dean says, you remembered? I'm sorry. What else have you remembered? He's Sam like, says, oh. yeah. Sam says, don't worry, all right. It's nothing to do with hell. Dean says, uh-huh. Not yet, anyway. Sam says, what can I do, Dean? The stuff's just starting to come back, all right? Maybe it's natural. Dean says, we're leaving. Sam says, no, we can't. Dean says, we are not the only hunters on the planet, okay? We can call Bobby. He and Rufus could come and wrap up. Sam says, how? Like you said, it could be anybody. We got Jack for leads. Dean says, we know that it hates you. Sam says, I know who did this. I just, I can't remember. Dean says, I don't think you get the risk here, Sam. Sam says, yes, I do. Dean says, really? You get that every time you scratch that wall, you were playing Russian roulette. Sam says, Dean, I get that you're worried, okay? And I know you, what? what <laughs> and I know what you think is going to happen, but you know what? It will or it won't. Look, I'm starting to think that I might have done some bad stuff here, Dean, and so I don't care if it's dangerous. I have to set things right because I got a friggin' soul now and it won't let me just walk away. I'm staying here and I need you to back me up. Dean says, all right, why not? Well, let's memento this thing, shall we? So they pin all the evidence they have up on the wall and Sam has a quick series of flashbacks. Um, in it, Debbie says, so you're back because it started again, right? The disappearances? Roy says, you're not feds. You actually hunt things. Brenna says, you really don't remember? Dean says, I found something on Crazy Eyes McGee. Turns out you two knew each other. In real time, Dean says, are you okay? Sam flashes back to inside the restaurant. Sam is on the phone and says, that's all right. Yeah. Lonely Pines Park, one hour. Thanks, Roy. All right. Samuel says, are you sure about this? 
Sam says, the Arachne's been snacking on mid-30s, guys. We need bait that fits the demo. I'm too young. You're too old. Samuel says, 89 and counting. I still think that we should have looped Ray in on the plan. Sam says, do we want a credible performance or don't we? Samuel says, but what if something goes wrong? Sam says, Roy's a big boy. He'll be fine. Trust me. Samuel says, it's just not the way I'm used to doing things. Sam says, got it. Welcome to the future. Let's go. So we cut to a park. Roy is standing alone waiting for Sam and Samuel. They watch him from afar. Sam says, let's hope this thing is hungry. Roy, I know. Roy gets attacked by the Arachne. It's a female and she takes him. Sam says, let's split up and look for him. Samuel says, let's split up and look for him. Sam says, no, wait, it's too late. Samuel says, let's go. Sam says, they're gone, Samuel. Look, it's okay. I turned on the GPS on Roy's cell. Samuel says, in English, please. Sam says, we can track them back to wherever she goes. Samuel says, so what, Roy's just some red shirt to you? Some spider bait? Sam says, no, of course not. This is my backup plan. Samuel says, my God, son, you're about as cold as they come. You know that? Sam says, let's go. So he's Sam like, is, don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's like, whatever, just get the job done. So Sam and Samuel follow the GPS to where the Arachne is holed up in a large building by the docks. Uh, they find several men trapped in huge spider webs. Disgusting. Like Samuel, like, okay, cut- that's like my worst nightmare is getting stuck in. Sp- I mean, I hate touching spider webs, let alone like getting wrapped in one. Like, oh, oh my god, I know. I- I can't. Like, I can't deal with it. (laughs) I know. It's so gross. Samuel cuts through some webbing and finds a man, presumed dead. Samuel says, poor bastard. Suddenly, the man gasps gasps for air, and the other webbed men do as well. They're all still alive. Roy says, help me. I can't feel. Sam says, Roy, hey, where is she? Just then, Sam is thrown back by the Arachne. Uh, Samuel shoots at Arachne and she throws him across the room. Then then Sam slices off Arachne's head with a machete. Samuel says, well, I guess decapitation works. Roy, you're going to be okay. Just hang in. We're going to get you some help. Listen, if we can get him to the hospital quick, Sam says, he can't be helped. Samuel says, what? Sam says, I don't know about Arachne, but I do know about spiders. One brown recluse bite can kill you. This thing, look at these guys. That poison's eating them alive. They're just dead man walking. Samuel says, so what are you saying? Sam says, I'm saying we put, them, we put him out of his misery. Sam pulls out his gun. Roy says, Sam, please. Sam says, killing this thing saved a lot of lives. We couldn't have done it without you. Roy says, no. Sam says, you're a hero. Sam shoots Roy in the head, then shoots all the other dudes as well. Sam says, we can't just leave the bodies here. Get the gasoline. So we cut back to current time. Sam says, I know what happened. We cut to inside Brenna's house. Uh, Roy comes in, but he looks like the Arachne. I don't Brenna like said, the eyeballs. Oh, the eyeballs are freaking gross. Like Ugh. the weird, like, pupils on top of pupils. Is yeah, just, it is a weird effect. Brenna says, Roy? Roy says, I love you. We cut to the squatting house. Dean says, what are you going to say to Brenna? Sam uh, says, relax, Dean. Then he calls Brenna and says, hey, Brenna, it's Sam. I'm just checking in. Yeah, of course I can swing by. Okay, bye. Dean says, what was that about? Sam says, she wants me to swing by. Dean says, four? Sam says, she says it's no big deal, but I can tell she's in deep trouble. So we cut to Brenna's house. Um, Sam says, Dean, back door. Dean says, Sam, lights on in the shed. My spidey senses are tingling. Brenna says, Uh yeah, I know, right? I know. 
Good one. <laughs> Brenna says, Sam. Sam says, Brenna, hey. Brenna says, what you did to Roy, is it true? And then Roy attacks Dean and grabs Sam by the throat. Roy says, answer the question, Sam. So we cut to Sam and Dean trapped in webbing. Roy says, you got to admit I look good, Sam. Well, except for your little souvenir. And he points to his bullet wound in his forehead. Sam says, you win. I'm here. Let Brenna go. This has nothing to do with her. Roy says, you come back around, start hanging out with my wife, and you think this has nothing to do with her? But then you thought I was out of the way, right? I got to say, you got a hell of a lot wrong, Sam. Like that thing you threw me to. You thought it was here to feed. Sam says, she was here to breed. Roy says, yeah, that thing was playing the mating game, I guess. I fit her profile. Me and those other poor bastards. She bit us to turn us into what she was. By the time you pulled that trigger, I wasn't human. Not anymore. So bullets didn't hurt me much. Oh, and neither did fire. So after you left, well, we ran. Me, I hid for months, nearly starved. But you know what kept me going? Every night I dreamed about ripping your throat out. I thought I was sending you a neon sign. The text? Taking all those girls you screwed? I was kicking so much sand in your eye, I couldn't figure out why you weren't getting it. Then Brent tells me you've got brain damage. It's just too good. Sam says, where are they, Roy? The women. Roy says, scattered, in the wind. They're like me now. You killed one monster. You made so many more. Congratulations. The only question is, do I kill you or turn you? Dean cuts himself free with some glass and attacks Roy. But Roy throws Dean and then picks him up by the throat. Brenna says, no, Roy, stop. She frees Sam, and Sam decapitates Roy with a machete. So we cut to Sam walking Brenna to her front door. Sam says, Brenna, look, I'm so, so sorry. Brenna, I mean, I... But Brenna closes her door without ever looking at Sam. So we cut to inside the squatting house. Dean says, you okay? Sam says, you were right. We shouldn't have come back here. Dean says, well, you did uh, kill Spider-Man. <laughs> Sam says, so you're suggesting what I did back there was a good thing? Dean says, I'm just saying. Sam says, what? Dean says, Sam, you got to understand all that crap last year, all of it. None of it was you. Sam says, let's be crystal clear, okay? It was me. Dean says, well, can I get you anything? Sam says, what are you now, my waitress? Dean says, I'm just trying to make you feel better. Don't be a bitch. Sam says, yeah, I'm fine. Dean says, He's yeah. He's super you... angsty. <laughs> he is. I know. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Dean says, yeah, you look fine. All I'm saying is everything's going to be okay. Sam says, I don't know, Dean. If I did this here, then who knows how many others. Suddenly, Sam falls to the ground. Dean says, Sammy? Sammy? Dean runs over to Sam and says, Sammy, talk to me. In Sam's mind, Sam remembers the cage, remembers burning, and he screams. And credits. Okay, so I have a few thoughts on this episode. More than I thought that I would have. Okay. Because, I don't know. I don't know about you. This episode is like, you know, it's an interesting episode. It seems kind of short. It did. Not not a lot is really happening. No, I think they kind of, like, used it as a way of, like, Sam trying to, like, remember things. Yeah. To break down the wall, you know? Yeah. You know, when I remember watching this for the first time not this episode but just this arc of like Sam's soul back in him and not Mm -hmm. scratching at the wall I remember that lasting a couple more episodes not just like one episode yeah Mm -hmm. so I was really surprised that at the end of this episode like all of a sudden he's you know remembering his hell time yeah I don't honestly I don't remember much about this arc yeah in general you know like I remember a lot of season six episodes, like, you know, the clap your hands if you believe and all the, you know, the different, like, funny episodes, but mm-hmm. I don't really, 
like all the other ones are like, I've never seen them before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same so, here. It's kind of weird. Like I don't remember a lot of this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it was, it's just kind of the whole thing is odd for me. Like all of this, like, I don't remember much of this episode. Like I remember the weird, like eyeballs kind of freaking me out. Yeah. I didn't even remember that. Like that's really like one of the only few things that I remembered. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I kind of remember the actress that plays, oh, what's her name? Um, Brenna. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remembered her too. I think she must be in something else that I've seen because yeah. she, she's very familiar to me. Yeah. She looks really familiar and I'm not sure if it's from this or from something else, but I yeah. couldn't tell you what something else she was in. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so also, okay, I really want a poop deck sign for my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like yeah. I would, I would definitely put that up somewhere <laughs> Yeah, if I had one. Although that would, I probably would have to like, I don't know, Etsy that or make it. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's one on Etsy. I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to find something on Amazon. Yeah, I'm sure you could find one on Etsy, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. I love Etsy. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been on there, like, once, I think. <laughs> oh, really? My whole wedding was decorated by Etsy, pretty much. Yeah, okay, so when Raquel got married, I was looking on there to get, because I was going to get her, like, a paper bouquet or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, because that way she could like keep it, you know? Right. Like the one I have. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so, you know, I'm looking all that. They were so expensive. They were expensive. I remember. A couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, no, thanks. (laughs) So I mean, it it was still, it it was still cheaper than getting real flowers when I, because we did all of our flowers from Etsy, you know, paper flowers made out of different books and stuff. Yeah. Um, so when I did it, I had them make a sample one uh-huh. and, and they sent it to me. I mean, I had to pay for it obviously, but it was fairly cheap to do a sample one. Yeah. So it wasn't like a huge, big thing. It was like a, it was like a tiny little bouquet. And I was like, okay, the quality of this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we just said, let's just do all of our flowers that way. We didn't do flowers for like the center of, um, tables or anything. Yeah. We did like super nerdy artwork for that instead. That's kind of cool though. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, all of it, everything we did for our wedding was off Etsy basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to do the whole Etsy thing and then I was like, this is way too expensive. (laughs) Like I don't have this much extra money to just, you know, do whatever with. So I just bought all the stuff to make it and I made it myself and it wasn't like, that's more meaningful though, you know, yeah. for, for Raquel that you made it yourself. I think that's really special. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have any like colored flowers or anything in there. Cause that's what I was looking for is one that will have like the book and the colored flowers, like what yours has. Yeah. So it just had like the book flowers, but whatever. Still, <laughs> still it looks really cool. Yeah. So. I mean, I liked it. It was definitely smaller than what I thought it was going to end out, end up being, but I think mm-hmm. it was because so the book was a small kind of like a, just a paperback book. And so I think if the book pages themselves would have been bigger, it would have been a bigger bouquet. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying, but eh, whatever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What book did she have them made out of? Princess Bride. 
Oh, me too. I didn't remember that. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So yeah. I just got like a paperback version. It was like 10 bucks for the book. And then yeah. I just like took out all the pages because it was like four pages per flower, I think. So I just like went through the book and like found the, you know, exciting parts of the book and the memorable parts of the book and like ripped out four pages around there. And so that way, if you can actually like read it, you can see like familiar parts of it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We did, we did my bouquet and the toss bouquet Mm -hmm. out of the princess bride. And then the boutonnieres we did out of, um, the Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And then my four bridesmaids each got to pick what they wanted their bouquet made out of. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I thought. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I think if I ever do it again, I would want to find a bigger book, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. And make bigger flowers, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It took so long though. Like I looked it up, like I looked up directions to do it on, I don't know where. And it was like, Oh, it'll take you like two hours to do the whole thing. And I'm like, Oh, that's not so bad. It took me like two weeks of doing this, like every night for like almost two hours. I remember you doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was ridiculous. I'm like, why is this day so long? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so that was a really cool thing you did for her. It was cool. I liked how it turned out, but like, Oh man, it took so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, she'll keep it forever. You know? Yeah. And I I was like, well, you know, and then you can make it smell like whatever you want to make it smell like. Just like do a spritz over it of like a perfume or something. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to smell like flowers. (laughs) Right. Um, Anyways, yeah. Um, So the the whole like arachne monster thing, like at first, because I don't really remember this episode very much. I thought it was a snake. Because, like, they made it hiss like a snake. It didn't sound like, I mean, I don't know what a spider would sound like, I guess. Spiders hiss, I think. Like tarantulas, I think they hiss. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't, okay, well, to me, the when I was first watching it, I was like, this sounds like a snake, not a spider. Although, yeah, I guess I could see a spider sounding like that, too, if it was big enough. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> so gross. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Have you seen the, like, the biggest kind of tarantula is called a Goliath bird eater? I think so, yeah. I just, like, the fact that its name is literally Bird Eater. Yeah. It tells you how big it is, and that's terrifying. There's spiders in Australia that eat birds, and they're not the same one. It's, like, there's just huge spiders that are big enough to eat birds. Like, I'm sure there's probably more than one. Oh, I do not feel good. But it was, like, huge and black and, like, shiny. Like, you know that's going to (laughs) crunch. God. (laughs) No, thank you. That is the reason I don't want to go to Australia. I mean, I I would go to Australia. I mean, I think it'd be an amazing place to go. But but the creatures, man... I don't think I could handle it. Kill you. <laughs> I don't think I could handle it. Yeah. See, Ooh. like, I really want to go to Australia to visit some folks, and I. It does make me nervous, though, being like, "Oh, what sort of god awful spiders am I going to see?" You know, like, yeah. not because of other like snakes and other things like that are dangerous, but because of the spiders. <laughs> Like There's the bugs just, in general. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> ugh. I just, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, to you folks who live in Australia, I don't know how you deal with it. Like, uh, Well, I'm sure they're used to it, you know? Like, ugh, they're just like, oh, yeah, uh, this is this thing that exists, and it's not that big of a deal. You know, like, I just, 
but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> Here's some brave ass folk. Okay. For real. Like, uh, <laughs> I just, mm, nope, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Ugh. Okay. Also, so all the guys like breathing together in the webs when mm-hmm. he, when there's like the whole flashback of Sam finding, um, what's his face? Um, Ron? Roy. 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 There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I didn't write it down. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, it reminds me of that movie that you had me watch where like, there's this like big blob and all the people get like sucked into the blob. Oh, Slither. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. That's uh, what it reminded me of, of like the big, big, like breathing blob mass. <laughs> yeah. That is or, such a good movie. Oh my God. That's in my top 10 of like comedy horror. See, to me, I didn't find that one funny. I didn't really find it scary, but I didn't really find it like super funny. Uh, well, it, it's kind of, I mean, it's not like a straight up comedy, but yeah. as far as like a horror movie goes, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, I, I, I kind of remember thinking a couple parts of it are funny here and there, but I honestly couldn't tell you what, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love just, that movie. That's kind of what, um, this whole situation with the breathing web masses reminded me. Yeah, of. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> um, And then, okay, also, did they ever, like, I mean, I know that they're, like, okay, you know, like, beheading it kills it, but, like, by accident, you know, like, do they ever actually figure out, like, this is what you do specifically to go after this, or they're just, like, oh, well, I think this works, so we're gonna do it, you know, like, this is kind of one of those monsters that it's, like, I don't, it's, like, the most, like, unresearched monster I think that they have yeah yeah they were like we'll just try some stuff and hopefully something sticks we'll just see what happens yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah also my only other thought is like I really don't like soulless Sammy like he's like too like I like him because I like how Jared acts yeah but like like I like Jared's version of Soulless Sammy, I guess, but like the whole Soulless Sammy, like, is just a little too soulless for me, I guess. Yeah, to, like, like he doesn't really... he doesn't care about the collateral damage. Like yeah. it's acceptable to him. Yeah. yeah. Which okay, good job for Jared for making us feel this way. You know. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> but still, I'm kind of like, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, those are my only real thoughts about it. I had like no notes for this episode. It was just kind of like, I don't even know like what to write about it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It was a tough one for me to kind of do notes on just because of all the flashbacks. Flashbacks are hard for some reason for me to write. Yeah, I could see that where you're like, oh wait, and then this happens. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so what was your favorite moment from this episode? Oh, balls. I didn't even think about that. Um, I don't really have, like... Let me think about it. Um, what even happens in this episode? I think... Probably, my- probably Dean saying he's got to go to the poop deck and there being an actual <laughs> poop deck. Yeah, I think yeah. that's my favorite, too. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, the funny, you know, like, oh, poop deck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I like that there's a poop deck in a restaurant. I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, because other than that, like, I don't know. I don't really. 
not that I don't like the episode, but there's not a whole lot that I'm, that really like stands out to me, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. whether it's funny or not. Like, I think the poop deck thing is probably my favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. this is kind of one of those episodes that I feel like is, it's not a filler, but it's kind of just like a way to get somewhere. But like the way that they get there is kind of like, yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not, not incredibly interesting. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I did kind of like the creature. It was interesting, you know, like there's not any other episodes with the arachne in it, I don't think. Right. So no, I don't that. think so. But yeah. Um, so our interesting facts from the episode. Um, it says Samuel asks Sam if Roy is just a red shirt to him. Uh the reference is to Star Trek where the crew in red shirts often die. <laughs> That's right. Um it says, Sam and Samuel use the names Agent Rourke and Agent Wynand um, when first investigating, in- <laughs> when first investigating the town. Um, Howard Rourke and Gail Wynand are characters from Anne Rand's popular novel, The Fountainhead. Oh, yeah. I've never even heard of. Um, oh, yeah. I read that book. I mean, it was it was okay. Yeah. Um, Anne Rand has got some interesting philosophical views um and I'm not going to go into that but that's the only Anne Rand book I've ever read yeah and um you know I like to read dark fantasy and horror and you Mm -hmm. know and this was definitely not that so okay (laughs) it's a huge book it's a huge book um and it was I remember liking it I was interested in what she was about and I I kind of liked it I don't really agree with her philosophy um but but as far as literature it was a it was an okay book yeah yeah it's a that I haven't read a book in a while I need to I have so many books that I need to read I got like some series and different things that I'm like oh this is cheap and this looks interesting let's buy this whole series you know yeah and haven't read them yet yeah I haven't (laughs) read much lately either I'm currently in the middle of a Doctor Who book yeah. So I didn't know they had Doctor Who books. Oh my God. Is they it like have different stories or is it the same stories as the show? It's different stories. Hmm. And there's thousands of them. <laughs> like really? that yeah. And Jeez. there's and there's audiobooks as well that are different stories that have the actual actors reading their parts. Oh, so cool. it's all it's I mean like thousands. It's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I haven't quite gotten the whole Doctor Who thing yet. So we got to finish this podcast before I can get into something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doctor Who is a big world to take on for sure. sure. Um, Okay. So it says, um, upon entering Bristol, Rhode Island, um, Sam and Dean passed a sign for a city that says, or for the city that says where memories are made. Um, Sam has lost his memories of the year prior after his soul was put back. Um, and in this episode, his memories of his hunt with Brist- in Bristol, um, with Samuel are slowly returning. Um, it says when Sam is in jail and the sheriff's wife is confronting him, he tells her, I almost said comforting, confronting him. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her that he doesn't have any memory of being there. And she says, what is this? Days of our lives. Uh, she's referring to the soap opera that Jensen Ackles started. Oh, that's right. Um, It says the episode title is a Metallica song. Okay. Um, 
It says, this episode marks the third time director David Barrett and star Jensen Ackles have not only worked together, but on a CW series. Um, Barrett previously directed two episodes of Smallville in which Ackles appeared in a recurring role as Jason T. Mm -hmm. I still haven't watched that yet. Yeah, me neither. Um, It says, this episode takes place and okay let's try this again this episode takes place in bristol rhode island and revolves heavily around the bristol uh, sheriff's department um in actuality no city or town in rhode island has a sheriff's department um but rather municipal police departments oh okay Um, furthermore of the 40 or so police departments there's no tan colored police uniforms in the state i did not know that tan is saved reserved for sheriffs right I have no idea, honestly. I it was for some reason. Yeah, like, I've never know. seen anybody else. Maybe like a park ranger or something. Oh, that's true. Tan. Yeah, they do have tan, I think. Or maybe it's dark green. I think it's tan, though. I thought it was like dark green or dark or maybe brown. Is it brown? I don't, I know. don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I have no mm-hmm. idea. But yeah, those are interesting facts. Um, so our... Uh, our research this week, go figure, is on arachne. <laughs> Weird. Right? <laughs> um, so this is off of Greeka.com. Um, it says, arachne, her name meaning, meaning spider in Greek, was a beautiful woman that had a great talent in weaving. Um, everyone was amazed at her work, and one day arachne boasted um, that she had a greater talent than the goddess Athena herself. This was an offense towards the gods, which was a very serious and even deadly sin for the ancient Greeks. Um, That is why goddess Athena transformed her into a spider to weave for all of her life. That's fucked up. I know, right? Yeah. Um, It says Arachne and Greek mythology, (laughs) oh boy, was a Lydian woman um, thought by some to be a princess who was highly gifted in the art of weaving. Um, Born to Idmon? Um, a famous dyer in Lydia, um, Arachne was no ordinary weaver, um, and the very act of her weaving was sheer magic and a sight to behold. Um, hmm. Soon news of Arachne's artistry spread far and wide, and it is said that nymphs from the forest left their frolicking and gathered around Arachne to watch her weave. So moved uh, were they by her skills that they remarked that she surely must have been trained by none other than goddess Athena, the goddess of weaving. Um, it says all this adulation was more than Arachne could handle and being an ordinary mortal who was quite vulnerable to human failings she became quite arrogant about her superior skills <laughs> oh geez well if she a bunch was- of freaking woofs woofs <laughs> nymphs <laughs> stopped their frolicking I might get a big head about it too I know right <laughs> you're like ooh look at me I know <laughs> Um, It says she was annoyed at being regarded as a pupil of Athena and began bragging about her skills, proclaiming herself to be far more superior to even Athena. Um, Now when the goddess of weeding, weeding, weaving, (laughs) what an awful job weeding, the goddess of weeding, let's look at all these dandelions, thank you. You are a goddess, you are so great at removing all of these weeds. (laughs) Sounds awful. (laughs) That does sound awful, jeez. Oh, so when the goddess of weaving heard of Arachne's bold claims, she was upset, but nonetheless decided to give the young woman a chance to regret her folly. (laughs) Disguised as an old woman, Athena appeared before Arachne and warned her of the consequences of provoking the wrath of the gods. 
But Arachne was not a bit remorseful and scal- er, and scallenged and challenged <laughs> Athena to a contest. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> Declaring that if she lost, she would accept any punishment that Athena would decide for her. Um, that time, Athena revealed... T- I'm guessing they met at that time, Athena revealed her true form and accepted the challenge. The stage was set for a battle in which a god and a mortal pitted their artistic skills to decide who the better artist was. The nymphs who had come to watch Arachne weave uh, shrank back, horrified at Arachne's audacity, but Arachne was unshakable and stood her ground. And so the contest began, Athena at her loom and Arachne at hers, each working with threads of gold and a splendid array of colors to decide who would outdo the other in this ultimate trial. What unfolded next was a feast for the eye. Athena created a tapestry replete with scenes from the history of the gods. Uh, She portrayed Zeus at the center of the Olympic pantheon, as well as her own contest with Poseidon and her victory, which ultimately made the people of Athens name their city after her. At the corner of her tapestry, she artfully depicted humans who had dared to defy the gods and who had been punished without a trace of mercy. (laughs) Like, this will go happen to you. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. I know, right? Um, as for Arachne, she deliberately chose scenes that depicted the infidelities and the amors of the gods. <laughs> oh no. She vividly p- portrayed Zeus and his string of indiscretions. She showed how Zeus had turned into a swan to rape the Spartan queen Leda, or Leda, I don't know, um, a bull to entice Europa, an eagle to abduct Aegina, as a shower of gold to seduce Danae. And as a satire to seduce Antiope, I'm not sure if I said that right, Um, Arachne's work of art, according to the Latin narrative, featured 21 scenes of the various misdemeanors of the mighty gods, including Poseidon, Apollo, Dionysus, and others. Um, It says, although Arachne had shown little respect for the gods by choosing a subject that made a mockery of the supreme deities of the Olympus, (laughs) even Athena had to admit that her work was brilliant and flawless. That, however, was not enough to calm down Athena, who was incensed by Arachne's humiliating portrayal of the gods. At last, Athena destroyed in anger Arachne's tapestry and loom. Um... Arachne, like many other foolish mortals, had dared to question the supremacy of the gods. She had, in her arrogance over her art, been blind to the consequences of challenging the gods. Still in anger, Athens transformed, or I'm guessing, Arena? Athena? (laughs) Oh, this is really bad. What's happening? (laughs) Transformed Arachne into a spider, um, proclaiming that Arachne and all of her descendants would henceforth hang forever from threads and be skillful weavers. <laughs> um, an interesting fact that relates myth to history is that the art of weaving is said to have originated in Anatolia, a part of modern Turkey, um, and spiders have been a constant source of inspiration for man to perfect his weaving skill. Um, the story of Arachne from Greek, Greek mythology has also been immortalized by science, and the taxonomical class name for spiders is Arachnida. Huh. So, wow. All right. All the fun. The Don't piss off about, the gods. Yeah. I know, right? Like, here's the thing is that all the bad things happen to those who piss off the Greek gods. You know, I if know. you're an ancient Greek and you piss off a god somehow, like, good luck. Yep. <laughs> it's probably yep. not going to end well for you. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was your idiot or ask what moment from this week? Okay, so Killian, 
There are children out there who, when they get tired, <laughs> they act tired. You know, yeah. they lay down, they, they close their eyes, they just chill out, they just, they just calm the fuck down and start acting tired. Some mm-hmm. fall asleep in their food when they're yeah. young, you know. That's like, like my brother when he was little. <laughs> yeah, some kids are like that. And I hoped and prayed that I would have a child that was like that. Yeah. But I did not get a child like that, Rochelle. I got one who goes fucking batshit when he's tired. Like me when I was a kid. <laughs> like you. Yes. He runs around screaming and hyper and crazy and manic. And just like, ah! he, just, he just loses his shit completely and is crazy. And it's so hard to get him to lie down and lie still and go to sleep. Yeah. When, when he's like that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, you are so tired, but he can't stay still. Like he's just like, his limbs are vibrating. <laughs> his mind is racing. This is what happens when he's tired. And it's yeah. just, it just fucking sucks. <laughs> okay. Oh, <I'm> sure. <laughs> it's just, it's just so hard to get him to actually go to sleep when he's like that. So, yeah. Um, but last night, he was eating dinner with my mom and it was, um, you know, he had gotten up around four in the morning. He's an early riser. It totally sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he'd gotten up at four in the morning and it was probably about 630 at night. And which is, you know, when I would be normally getting him ready for bed. But my mom had been gone and out shopping and he wanted to eat with her and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So they were eating. And I noticed that he's got his eyes closed. And here he is. Killian, what do you want? I need you to leave so I can finish podcasting. Yep. Come on. I love you. Okay. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go. Thank you. You have a little crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, jeez. I had to. I had to snap in his face. Did you hear it? <laughs> I know. I was just like, no, I mean this. Snap. <laughs> you, you must leave. I am trying to talk about you. <laughs> yeah, so last night he gets tired and oh my God, he starts acting tired. He's closing his eyes at the dinner table. He's like drooping his head and I'm like oh my god what is happening this is amazing like let's go to bed but he wanted to finish his food but it took him an hour to finish a fish patty because oh my gosh. he was so tired so dear god he finally did I got him to I had just like okay let's go upstairs he crawled up the stairs with his head inches off the floor jeez uh, and we get up there, I'm like, this is great. Like, this is going to sound really bad, like I'm a bad parent. But I was like, I don't even need him to brush his teeth. Like, just go lay the fuck down yeah, and go to sleep. Like, at this yeah. point, like, like, we're done. Like, you can go to sleep now. Like, we'll brush your teeth in the morning. I promise. Like, yeah, like, just go. Yeah. But then he was like, I got to poop. And I was like, oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. And then by the time he was done, he was awake again. Oh. Uh. Uh, so we did his teeth and he went to bed fairly quickly after that. So it was fine. But I was just like, 
I was just like so annoyed that he finally was acting like a normal tired child and we had to <laughs> like, like nope. finish dinner, had to poop, <laughs> like, ah, uh, so... So it I was kinda, not meant to be, but I mean, hey, like at least it wasn't like a total like crazy, you know, freak out or anything. It yeah, just, he didn't. You know. Yeah, he didn't have a tantrum like he does when he gets really tired. So at least there's that. So <laughs> I just maybe maybe this is a new trend. You know, maybe he'll start doing this when he's tired and he's actually acting <laughs> maybe. tired. One could only hope. <laughs> yeah. So you, what were you like when you were a kid? Like oh in my that gosh. Aspect? Okay. So from what I've been told, when I was really little. I <laughs> would scream myself to sleep every night. Like, oh my God. Literally, they would put me in my crib or in my bed or whatever, and I would sit there and scream bloody murder until I passed out. <laughs> 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 and men would finally be asleep for the night. And so oh they took God. me into the doctor and were like, <laughs> what is wrong? You know? <laughs> and the doctor, I guess, told my mom, that, like, well, you know, so that's how some times kids deal with the stress of the day they just have to like scream about it and then they're done like there's nothing necessarily wrong with her this is just how she goes to bed and my mom was like oh dear god no (laughs) (laughs) apparently there was a couple of times that my mom called the crisis line going what do I do (laughs) (laughs) help me she's driving me insane (laughs) your poor parents oh my god and yet they still have my brother (laughs) (laughs) but my brother was the kid though that like he would go up to him and be like I need to go night night and then like lay down on the ground and fall asleep and they just pick him up and plop him in his crib like okay you know (laughs) okay oh you froze for a moment so what did you what did you just say what did you not hear Um, I I guess what did you where did you end off um I ended off with your brother you said your brother my brother was the kid that would just like walk up to my parents and be like, I need to go night night. And then just like lay down on the floor and pass out. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want, man. That sounds great. <laughs> oh my gosh. So my mom has told me multiple times. She's like, you know how some people are like, I hope you end up with one that's exactly like you. So you get what it was like. My mm-hmm. mom's like, I would never wish that on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, not even my worst enemy. And I'm like, oh, that good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so horrible. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen to you when you have kids. Oh, I hope not. But apparently, like, yeah, I just, I've always been a night owl. Like, I just don't, like, here's the thing is I can, I mean, not so much anymore, but I am one of those people that can, like, stay up. As long as there's something going on, I can stay up for a long time. And mm-hmm. then... Like, but the getting up part in the morning. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. I can't do it. And it doesn't matter, like, if I sleep for 12 hours. I still am, like, I get up in the morning and I'm, like, oh, I'm so tired. I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is the worst. (laughs) I'm just not a morning person. Yeah. Never have been. Probably never will be. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not either. Uh. I've never understood the people that just, like, their alarm goes off and they just, like, get up and they're, like, okay, I'm up. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Like sorcery has to happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't understand. Uh, Well, what was your idiot or aspect moment? Oh my gosh. Okay, so (laughs) Comcast was a big asshole to me. (laughs) Oh no. So okay, you know, apparently there's. I thought that Comcast like had 
like two year things instead of one year things like contracts, contracts or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. <laughs> oh. So I go through and I'm like, I'm like looking at my bank account, like my online app or whatever for, I don't even remember why, but I was looking at it and I got, I was saying, okay, so my Comcast bill, $29.99 a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just for Wi-Fi, <laughs> like for nothing yeah. else, just for Wi-Fi. And I'm like, okay, this sucks, but whatever, you know? And I look at my Comcast bill because I was scrolling by $69.99. Whoa. And I'm that's like, quite a jump. What the hell is happening? You know? Yeah. So I call Comcast and I have to like wait forever. I have to go through the whole like automated system going, please let me speak to a representative. Right. <laughs> and you know, of course, I finally get through and I'm having to like wait on hold for a quite a while, like not a super long time, but a good half hour, you know, yeah. and I'm sitting there going like, this is the worst, whatever. So I'm already kind of like, really, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so some guy finally answers the phone and he's like, Oh, how can I help you? And I'm like, okay. Um, my Comcast bill is supposed to be $29.99 a month and I got charged $69.99 a month. So what the heck is happening? You know? <laughs> yeah. And like trying to keep my calm, but like, he knew I was pissed. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, he finally, like, he goes through my stuff and he's like, oh, well, you know, we have, um, you know, for the same thing that you wanted since your um, uh, year or whatever was up, it's now 70 essentially a month instead of 30. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to pay 70 a month. Like, I would much rather play 30. So like, what do I have to do to, you know, cause I was still like, they were still giving me the same exact service. It was just more expensive. And I'm like, okay, so like, what do I have to do to make it cheaper again? And yeah. they're like, oh, well we don't have that service available anymore. And I'm sitting there going bullshit. Like yeah. you were giving me the same service. It was just more expensive. You know, like what the heck is going on? And so I had to do the whole like you know, okay, what do I do? What are my options? Blah, 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 blah. Cause I was at like 75, whatever per month. Yeah. And they're like, and he's like, oh, well it's either 25 or a hundred. There's nothing in between anymore. And I'm like, Ooh. really? You know, I was like, okay, fine. So what's the hundred, you know? And he's like, oh, that's like 35 a month or something. And I'm like, okay, that's not that big of a difference, you know, but still like, what the heck, you know? Right. And so um, and then I was like, okay, so what's the 25 and like, what is it? He's like, oh, well you can maybe run like a laptop and a cell phone or something on that, but that's it. And it'll be slow. And I'm like, great. Like you can't have that for the podcast, you know, like yeah, totally. I'm going to have to have something that like, isn't lagging and being weird, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm like, I guess I'll do the 35, whatever. Like it was a whole huge thing of me trying to figure out like, okay, what are my other options? Okay. Maybe if I ask him about something like this, or maybe if I ask him something about this, cause sometimes they don't necessarily tell you like what all of your options are. You have to like haggle with them to get them to do the thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, this is baloney, you know, <laughs> like whatever, fine. I'll do this. And I'm like, okay, so is there any, and I'm like, I'm going to level with you. I hate doing this and I don't want to ever have to do this again. So is there any way to just get something where it's a set price for however long I want to be a, you know, customer and just not have to deal with this every year of going, okay, now all of a sudden my bill is super high. Like, what do I do? You know? Yeah. And he's like, 
oh, um, no, you have to do this every year. And I'm like, oh, what? Geez. You know, and he's like, well, because not all of our things only last for a year or two years, maybe. And I'm like, really? You know, like, yeah, that's what the heck, you know? And he's like, oh, well, yeah. And I'm like, fine, whatever. And I was just like, sign me up for the thing. And I just like got off the phone, but I'm like, this is so stupid. Like why? Like, okay, listen, y'all, if you have, (laughs) if you work for a company that works in Washington, that you don't have to deal with that, like a cable company of any variety, (laughs) that I don't have to sit there and argue with you every year about what the prices are, please, dear God, send us an email and I will be a new customer because I can't deal with this anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's I just want Wi-Fi. I just want decent Wi-Fi. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, we tried to we tried to switch from Comcast to anybody else, and literally nobody else will give it to us where we live. We there's nobody else. And you we live ch- in like a main city area, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah we checked everyone, and there's nothing. No the one will cover us. The only thing that there. I know that I won't do well. I already have a dish set up at my apartment because they um, they. I guess just set everybody up with one and they're like, Oh, you can use it or not. So there's a dish there for me to use it. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, then if it's raining or, you know, whatever, super windy, then it gets a little like cranky and whatever. Yeah. I just don't want to have to deal with that. So that's the one thing that I don't want to do is dish. (laughs) Right. 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 Of any variety. (laughs) No, I don't want to have to do one of those satellite dishes, but right. Yes. Please, dear God, folks, tell me if there's something better to do out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. You can also find us on Instagram. Thanks again. Thank you.